29 years to understand why sons couldn't live in, my, in their father's shadow. You'll find your own darkness in due time. I said I could never do what my dad did until I did it. Couple of times. Hello everyone and good night. Welcome once again to EOB's Salon Talk. I'm sitting here reading a very, very powerful book. Tonight's guests, I'm going to allow them to introduce yourself, but my feature for tonight is this book. Yes, we are featuring a book by a very, very great up-and-coming artist. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah, how y'all doing? Uh, my name is Cito Blanco. Some people call me Cito Blanquito. Never miss a free throw, but I'm a Paul from the Bronx. And I'm out here and I just express what I feel through words and expression in different forms of art forms. Um, I just dropped my first book called 98 Cents. It's on Amazon on my website, citoblanco.com. And um, that's what we featured here to talk about tonight. Um, it's called 98 Cents because I don't need the world's two cents. And it's just like that. Cito. What's up? Talk to me. Cito, Cito. Which one is it? You know I'm going to mess it up all night. To be honest, man. Talk about me, but yeah. Call me what you want, call me. Cito Blanco. I think that's a boss name. Yeah, I feel like that. I I think a lot of people will understand that. So I want to tell them that means boss. That's a boss name. Yes, it means Blanco means white, but this is a boss name. So tell us where the name came from. Well, I went to predominantly Spanish high school, which is South Bronx High School. Anybody been on the two train when you go on the Third Avenue, you see that big school on the side? That's my high school. And um, I used to think that everybody around me was somewhat black. And so we went into the deli, and everybody started speaking Spanish except for me. And I'm like, hold on, y'all really Spanish? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, hold on. Like, I was the only black person around. So they was like, yo, you Cito Blanco. And I was like, huh? All right. Then before you know it, aim name, Twitter name. And so walking the street, people call you Cito. And before you know it, sometimes your name find you. So tell me a little bit about you before this book. I like to kind of get to know the people that I'm talking to before, simply because I'm reading a couple of this poem. This is a book that he, you wrote it by yourself. You're a poetry. You're a poet that does poetry. He actually blew me away because I sat here and, you know, we had an interview. So I'm doing my research. I'm looking through the book and I'm sitting like, Whoa. These are actually words that matters. These are words that we actually need to know right now. What what was your inspiration? But before you give me what your infer- inspiration was, I kind of would love to know why you are who you are. And that would take you a little bit further back. Uh, that's a loaded question, but I'm going to do my best to like describe it. I would say... um. Prior to me being a spoken word artist and a poet and an author, I would say, like, I was just stereotypical, typical black young man. Played sports, wanted Jordans, wanted money, wanted girls, went to college, because my parents wanted me to get a degree. I lived that lifestyle, and that led me into a place of being unhappy with my soul, being unhappy with my lifestyle, being unhappy with my surroundings. And it's tough because you grow up in, like, a Jamaican household at times. God is more of a chore it's not like a relationship or something that's like wow. forced, like it's almost forced upon you. Wow. So I had to, I went through like a tough spot where I lost a couple friends, had a lot of bad toxic relationships, and then I hit rock bottom. And when I hit rock bottom, I actually, my first poem ever was actually at my friend's funeral. And it wasn't a poem, I just had to find a way to say goodbye to him. 
and everybody at the church started standing up and applauding and clapping. And then eventually I just kept on writing because it gave me therapy. So the best way to describe me going into that book is like sometimes you write words and sometimes words write you. And I feel like that book is more of just an explanation of me getting out one of the darkest spaces of my life to owning who I am and my purpose on this earth and what God has given me and to try to let people, to enlighten them that they can do the exact same thing. So that's why it's 98 cents because like I don't need the world's two cents. I don't need your opinion. I don't need what you have to say about me. I know what I have. I know what God got in store for me. And as long as I got that, then I'm good. So that's basically it in a nutshell. I wish life had replay so I could learn from all my mistakes. I could change a few things if I knew what was at stake. That to me is something that I think a lot of people try to do. Like, oh, I wish I could go back. I wish I could change. I wish I could do this. So I am actually sitting here and I'm trying to keep myself together. I'm not a crier. I'm not a crier, but this is quite emotional. Because I see, I, I'll always talk about the young kids. I see a lot of kids saying this. A lot of young people doing stuff, like even, for example, posting stuff on Instagram. And this is going to be their, their song. I wish life had instant replay, so I could not post that picture. I wish life had instant replay, so I could not make the choices I make. So for me, this is an inspirational book. It's very inspirational, but not, and to that point, you're right too, but I'm not saying that, I'm not saying I wish I didn't make the mistakes, to be honest. I'm happy everything I ever posted. You learned. I had to learn it. I just wish, like, because I'm an athlete, I know, like, sometimes you go back, you watch film, you're able to dissect and break down every single move that you made so you can understand the silver lining a little bit better. Ah. So that's kind of like. But those lessons taught me how to clean. A dirty plate. Dirty plate. Yeah, because if you got to eat, you got to eat. Sometimes your plate get dirty, but when you learn how to clean it, you get a fresh slate and start back over. So that that's to me is the best yeah. part. Because <laughs> a lot of us say, I wish I could go back. I wish I could live that. But I could tell you from my life, from personal experiences, that everything you go, life is a circle. And everything you actually go through in life is for a purpose. Very true. I believe God never makes a mistake. There's no accidents, there's no coincidences. You, everyone you make serve a purpose in your life. So I honestly to God believe that everyone you meet, and this is why I try, sometimes it's hard, but I try to be kind, and I encourage people to be kind sometimes to everyone they meet. Because sometimes we spend so much time judging people we meet, and I'm getting this from your book too. You know, you judge people you meet. You look at this person and say, oh, they're not this and they're not that. But you're not getting to know who they are because you spend the first three minutes of meeting that person and judging them. And guess what? You might have been wrong. It's true. You can never judge a book by its cover. Um, one of my favorite artists passed away, Nipsey Hussle, but he had an interview that mm -hmm. talked about a lot of times when we, like, insecurity and ego and talking about people is the first sign of, like, a defense of you not being sure with yourself. And I realized a lot of times I was hating my brothers because the same thing that they had in them that I didn't like, I didn't like about myself. So once I learned how to love myself, I could love others. So that's what, that showed me a lot. So it's kind of like, it's insecurity a lot of times why people do that. No mirrors. No mirrors. Should just wrap what we just said <laughs> right on up for you. So when you get this book, I want you to turn to page 20 cents. 29 cents, yeah, they all sent 20 cents, yes. <laughs> Page 20 cents, and I need you to read Mirrors. 
Reflection is a lesson, is the lesson life left in the safe. Some messages are meant to be learned late. Mirrors tell a story that selfie can't paint. A picture is worth a thousand words, but how are those words heard? Money is a reflection of value, but love is the reflection of sacrifice. Can I just, I'm not going to read all the poem <laughs> on page 20. I need you to go buy the book. And I need you to actually read through this book. Now, I kind of respect everyone now that's writing books because I feel like it's something that's not being done as much. You know, people are not writing books. People are not reading books. The paper, the feel of the paper, oh, just to feel the paper and read the book. I love to turn a page. No, it's, it's, a, it's a certain energy that goes in the books. Um. I'm from a long tradition of people that pass down books. Yes. And like after you read a book, you, you get the notes, you pass it down to somebody else, and they put their own notes in it. And I feel like that frequency and that energy gets passed on. That's important. Um, I had my book released like this week, and it kind of surprised me a lot because I had certain friends like, yo, bro, I ain't read a book since high school. Wow. But I'm about to read your book. And then like under my man's like, he's like, yo, bro, you got me out here reading books, bro. Like, you know how important that is? Yes. And I never thought about it like that. Like somebody really about to like not put music on and zone out and read a book right now. And it's my book, and that, that means a lot, and that's important to me, and I thank God every day for that. One thing I'll say, too, as a black man, let me commend you on that first. Thank you. Thank um, you. I'll say every day, yes, black man is born with stripes. You changed the narrative, in my opinion. I appreciate because that. You could you could create your life. I, I'm a firm believer in you are what you create. Yeah, manifestation. Life throws yeah. you lemon, you make lemonade. You, this is your life story, in my eyes. Listen to the first couple words you said. Open the book to any page I could read, and I could tell you from reading this book who you are. You are a person that not necessarily want to be heard. You just have a lot to say, and it's positive. And as a black man out there, instead of fitting stuff that's not really positive, you're actually giving back to our kids. Something positive. First of all, the book is in itself. Giving back a book that is positive is great. A young child, for me, I'm going to get a couple for the foundation, for the girls, and I'm going to give. But a young child could read this and pick something from it and then say, you know what? Wow, this could be for me. We were having conversation about people not reading. And young people not finding black authors. You know, I look at role models, and I want my role models for the younger generation to be someone they could look up to. He's dark, he's brown, he's a gentleman. Uh, oh, wait, we look like him. I could look up to him. So it's okay. People are saying, oh, why should, why should it? Blah, 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 blah. But it's okay for young kids to look up to people that look just like them. For me, that is important. And not only look up to them because they're playing basketball. Not only look up to them because they write a song or they're an artist. Look up to them because they write a book. 98 cents. Because they give a, a speech, they're a pastor, they're a doctor. They're doing something you want to do. And I think there's a lot of young men out there that would probably want to be authors. 
but are afraid, like, oh, my friend's going to say I'm whack, my friend, oh, do a spoken word um, event. Oh, no, maybe I should rap it instead of speak it. I thank you. No, from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you. Because you're actually setting the standards and setting something. You're leaving a legacy here for our kids to look up to. Yes, it's okay to write a book. Yes, it's okay to put your feeling in words. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. That's beautiful. I just, I, I think there's strength and vulnerability. I feel like being a black man, there's so much like pain that's bottled up within ourselves that we need a space to actually like write. I didn't plan to be an author. My pen was the only person that would listen to me at one point in time. So you just go through so much and like you see people use it against you that you want to find that platform. But um, that means a lot because I, I really want to bridge that gap. I want young kids to feel like you can do more than that. I had a conversation with my friend the other day. Like I think I played sports just so my father would be interactive with me at a point in time. Like obviously it's fun, but I think I took it to that extent because as men, especially black men, we're taught these particular things where we communicate on. This is where we see like glory wow. in. And um, to see my dad and my book release being extremely happy, like I won a championship or I made it to the NBA or got drafted, like it brought tears to my eyes because like I never thought that a book could do that. I never understood the importance of it. I was just like, I said I was going to start something, so I got to finish it. And now I'm seeing what God is blessing me with. And I just hope kids get to read them. I'm going back to my old high school in a couple of weeks to give out some free books and like to say some poems to the kids to let them know like I know what that's like. I know what it is. You could get through it because I got through it. And not on the cliche, like, I know what it is. Like, I've talked in there. I talk about at times I had drug problems. I was popping pills and drinking lean. Like, I, it's not like I'm away from that. Right. So when and They I, could relate to you. On story. every level. On every single level, you could mm -hmm. relate to it. So and I, I just want them to understand that. I, like, I was in there. Like, I'm, I was on the block. I was around when they got arrested and raided, and I, and I did a book. Not just, I'm on the train with you, and I'm going inside playing video games, but I'm going to talk about the hood. That's no shade to anybody, but sometimes people tell a narrative of the of the hood or the narrative of neighborhoods, and they're not actually in it, in it. They're around. They're a secondhand source. I feel like that book is a primary source. So I just want people to like it for what it is, not even because of me. Just take the book and the art for what it is. And wow. um, a lot of messages for young black girls in there as well. And I want to understand and, and men to understand how to love women beyond flesh. To you love know what? them in I'm, another I'm, way. So. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> no, just... And I'm telling you, because our young black men are just afraid to be vulnerable. Extremely. And I, I, we were having a conversation. This is going to be on an up-and-coming show, too. Okay. <laughs> where young men are afraid to literally cry. Yeah. It's okay to show emotions. Our black men don't know how it, what it means to show emotions because emo showing emotions... Some other guy is going to tell them that it's wrong and they're weak. You're not weak to show emotions. To me, that's strength. That is strength. To me, that's power. And I am grateful. And I know big things are in the future for you. But before you run, I know you have, have gigs and stuff no, and, and book signing and stuff. <laughs> but before you go, where can we find... Where can we order this book? Because we definitely right, um, need to order this book. It's a black brother that wrote some good stuff. Where can we order this? Uh, you can order 98 Cents on Amazon.com. All you got to do is type in 98 Cents, a collection of poems by Cito Blanco. And I actually have my own website, which is uh, CitoBlanco.com. If you go on CitoBlanco.com, which is C-I-T-O-B-L-A-N-K-O, you can actually order the book. And if you put in the comments you want me to sign it, 
If you want to buy any merch, I have pins, I have pictures, I have a bag that says, how much does your freedom cost? It's together. Which is 98. Hey, marketing is key. You got to make sure that if you're going to do something, you're going to do it right. And um, that's it. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you go on the link in my bio, Cito Blanco, C-I-T-O-B-L-A-N-K-O. All the updates for my shows and books and performances is on there. And I just appreciate the opportunity and the love. And um, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so how much? We, we, you know, you oh, know book, our folks. Oh. We gotta tell them how much. All right. Well, the book is nineteen ninety eight. That's it. Yeah, nineteen ninety eight. You gave me Meryl for nineteen ninety eight. Hey, I, 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 I'm <laughs> getting one. I, I, I need a couple. Um, you might be able to come to Essence of Beauty, um, and get some of these books because I think I'm gonna do what I can to help support you. I appreciate that. So I'm gonna that. get me. You know what? Maybe we should organize a little book signing. At Steamhouse. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, we're gonna let's organize a little book signing, and I know I do know a couple author. That's black. Yes, black sisters and brothers are out there doing it, and I think we all should support each other. Sure. You know, we have stuff to say. We gotta listen sometimes because they, you've been through it, and um, I want to bring you on. We're gonna read a couple passage from the book, but I want to bring you on to talk about, you know, black men and their struggles and what they went to. But that's on an up-and-coming episode. I got you. I'm um, here for it. Do you want to do, like, one of your favorites for me? Like, just one? Um, um, which one can we do? While I, uh, I like to be entertained. Matter of fact, I'll do Save the Date. That's cool. Save the Date. Yeah, I know about heart. So you know them by heart. I know at least half of that book by heart. Okay. Because um, being a poet, I'm also a spoken word artist. When you have to perform, you have to, it's an entertainment. So somebody, sometimes you, you write for yourself, but you entertain for the people. Let's go. And I feel like it's theatrical, so you kind of have to be in that space. Let's go. Um, this one is, I'll, I'll do this one. This one's called Man. I can, my language has to be like fine, right? Or, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. got you. Um, I spent the first 18 years of my life waiting to be the man. Ever since that day, I've been trying to execute this plan that shows the world I know how to stand on my own two feet. But paying bills ain't better than playing 2K. Manhunt was way more fun than being on the phone with Sally Mae. Waited my whole life to be the man. Now that I'm here, sometimes I don't know where I stand. Do I fight for the rights to own land? Do I just cut dimes and throw bands? Do I trade my future so I can sit in first class? Or do I just scroll on Facebook as my time passed? It was explained to me as as simple as can be. You got real niggas, and you got fake niggas. But what's the definition of real? When I'm so high, I don't know how life feels. Waking up from a nightmare like, damn. I'm in a nightmare still. So I put the condom down because her kingdom is the only place that feels real. I'm tired of validating my manhood with sex and checks. Taking shots so I can be happy for an hour, but I'm still in debt. I walk these streets looking for a heart that beats. But I guess not enough roses made out the concrete. I'm a man. I'm not sure what that means to you. I'm a man. I ain't scared that sometimes I to say that I don't know what to do. I want a family one day, but can I love my wife for her truth? And not just because she waters my roots. Can I be a father to the youth? Can I be everything my father was and wasn't at the same time? Can I hold back the pain from the world when I hug my little future girl when she cries? I'm not sure being a man really means anymore. But in this life, it's not about keeping the score. So I'm making sure you got the right team on the court. I'm a man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Very, very good. Very yeah, good. Appreciate that. Well, I want to thank you again for coming. It was no, a pleasure. You. And I promise you. Um, so he presented me with this book. But look at the merchandise he presented it with. How much does I my freedom cost? So you gotta, does this come with the book? It comes with the book. You get that with the book. If you order on cetoblanco.com, if you order on Amazon, I don't touch the book. Amazon sends it, send it straight to you. 
if you order on citoblanco.com, you can get a pen. I actually have a, um, I have a pen that looks like a penny with my face on it. I have you got a book. I have scrolls, which are like old vintage scrolls that actually have poems on it. And it looks very vintage. With like It smells like old school and everything. I got pictures. Anything. I got stickers. I'm here, man. Okay, nice. I like the promotion. Yeah, and that's handmade. Everything besides the book, I made myself. Wow. So, yeah. Well, thank you. This is going to be my favorite read. I like to have something that I... So this is now my top favorite read right now. It means a so lot. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. The wrap. <laughs>